When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare. The podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her Wonder Woman jocks. Yeah, right, like me. (laughs) Uh, This is hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. It is indeed and we are heading up this episode. It's It's a juicy one. Birth. Birth. I mean, if you've given birth, you're going to want to hear it. Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. Just a little little practice test. Let's see what your wavelengths look like. Hey, how are you? Oh, it looks like one of G'day. those monitors where you go get a, an ultrasound. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. <laughs> I love your little <laughs> at the end that comes out. I'm not a very good singer. No, but I like you it. You are. Sing. Fire, Fire away. Yes, see. Boom. Fire away. That was good. No. Okay, lady, how was your weekend? Well, it kind of threw a bit of a curveball. So I spent my Saturday in a place that many mothers have spent hours of excruciating pain. Getting a pap smear? No. <laughs> With no. a bad GP. More emotional and psychological pain <laughs> oh, yeah. rather than pap smear. So I was at the emergency department. Why? Well, nothing major except my son shoved a beat up his nose. <gasps> oh. One of those. One of those. What point did you decide that you would go (laughs) to the hospital? Like I've always wondered because it hasn't happened to me yet. Well, Dan kind of freaked out. So I've made them some lunch. I literally walked around the corner bringing Ollie his food and he's standing there looking all weird with his finger up his nose. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, kids love to stick their finger up their nose, but this was a, I've just done something and I don't quite know what I've done. So I've gone, what have you done, you silly sausage? Come to mummy, come here. And... I've thought 
that he had a boogie. So I went, oh, he's a boogie. And I squished his nose thinking I was going to pull a boogie out, but I, I didn't. And he screamed. And I went, oh, darling, I'm so sorry. Had a quick look up there. He's a really shiny silver ball oh, up his silver. nose. Silver. How high up? Quite high. Shivers. Yep. So I've just said, Summer, just you eat your lunch. That's fine. Went outside. Dan was using power tools. And I didn't want to shout and scare him because then we'd be at another <gasps> hospital for him. Yep. So I've gone. Dan, and he's gone, oh, in a minute. I went, right now, right now, come right over here immediately like this. And he's going, what What are you doing? What are you speaking like that for? I've gone, he just shoved a beat up his nose. He goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, let me see. Oh, my God, no, I can't. And he's, Freak, he's he freaked he, out. He freaked out. So then I freaked out. Okay, and I then, would freak out too. And then we were kind of like, can he breathe? Dan's like, give him his dummy. Don't give him his dummy because then he can't breathe. First time it's happened to me. So I'm quite freaking out. This is out. new, yeah. I've, the man's stopped me at the door and he's gone, have you? Been anywhere? You've been in touch with you know COVID no, and stuff. No, I'm like, no, no, no. Get, get the fuck out of the way! I need to go get this beat out. That yeah, I'm fine. I haven't got COVID. Do they Move. do that to dying people? Like they're bleeding <laughs> from a stab wound? It's like, hey, what? Uh, like, have you been anywhere? Can you sign this form? And uh, 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 have you come in contact with anyone with COVID? Just get me in the fucking hospital. Well, the man obviously seen the distress on my face and shouted, "All the best. Good luck." Oh, yeah. As I went running. Don't down forget the to sanitize. <laughs> Yeah. So I get in there, was met with hand sanitizer again. And this nurse was one finger typing. And she said, One moment, please. I thought, One oh. moment. Okay, okay. Don't annoy her because she'll put you at the back of the list. My kid's close to death. Yeah, close yeah. to be death. <laughs> be need, be need death that by bead. So please. <laughs> I swear to God, I was going to, if there wasn't a petition there to stop my self getting anywhere closer oh, to her, no. I was going to wring her neck and go, Can you just help me? I'm freaking out. I don't know what's going on. I don't know the fact that I I squished it against the side, the wall of his nose, whether I've done damage. I'm freaking out. Anyway, yeah. so I have told her, she's gone, oh, a bead. Did you bring another one in so we can see it? I went, oh. no. <laughs> I, didn't. I didn't think of bringing the whole packet. I um, said, well, if you just look up his nose, you'll see exactly what it looks like. You can say, oh, you can sit, can you? Oh, okay. Go sit down. Anyway, go sit down. Dan's kind of rushed in. Like, you know, he's almost like he's been dragged through a bush backwards. He's still got sawdust on him, freaking out. He's got, got summer under one arm, the nappy bag on the other, sits mm. down. And you know what? Nowadays, the waiting room is the quietest place you'll ever find. Yeah. Because every child is on a piece of technology, but it is like you can hear a pin drop. They're mm. all watching their little, you know, things to keep them With quiet. their weird rashes and their beads up their nose. So this, like, yeah, exactly. So this other little boy, he's playing around. And then so is Ollie playing around. And then he's got this blood in his nose. I thought, oh, he's got blood in his nose. That poor thing. I don't wonder what he did. Mine's got blood on his nose too. Anyway, this woman has gone off down the hallway and she's gone, Oliver, like this. And I've stood up, yes, yes, see me. No, no, Oliver something. I'm like, oh, not see her. Gone. I said, look, Dan, you look after him. I'll go and find her because you don't want to miss your place here. You get pushed to the back of the queue, yeah, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Bit of a disaster. I've gone looking ready. for her. Can't find her. And she's come back and I've gone, is your son Oliver? She goes, yes. I said, they've just called your name. She goes, oh, I missed my, sh- my space. I had to change a nappy. I'm by myself. Oh, my God. She goes, have you got on Oliver too? I said, yeah. She goes, how old yours? I said, two. I said, how old yours? She said, two. I said, what's wrong with yours? She went, got Lego stuck up his nose. She goes, what's wrong with yours? I said, got a bead stuck up his nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these two 
little no shit. Way. Yeah. So anyway, the nurse has called me in. Yeah. And she said, have you tried a bit of CPR where you hold one side of his nose, blow through his mouth and it goes up oh, and through? I saw that on a YouTube video. I tried, I didn't I work. Oh. Did my best. Not at home in front with the nurse. I said, can you just monitor what I'm doing? Because if I make anything worse, I just can't cope I know. Right well, it's a bit. That would be quite overwhelming to um, to do that It though? was. Blowing and, and in their mouth. And he's, he's thrashing about like, get off me. Then this mm. other nurse who has clearly been doing this for 100,000 years and carries this specific instrument in the back of her pocket that you use. Like for a long tweezery thing. thing. It's been invented for kids that shove crap up their nose. Yes. She goes, it, d- it mainly seems to be the boys and it mainly seems to be the second because they find the things that the older one has. What so, will happen if I put it up? My nose. Yeah, well, someone <laughs> it was might more... come out my eyeball. Cool. <laughs> Those girls would not find that cool. No, in fact, someone was more concerned about the bead in specific and where it had gone, and now it's oh. got snot all over it. So that was another. Oh, she issue. was worried about her she bead. Was worried about the bead. So she, not her yeah. brother. She the can't bead. finish the necklace. She was correct. Making, right. Yeah, and then we went in there, and she said, "Oh, look, I've seen this a hundred thousand times, love. Let's go wrap the burrito off to the underwater room." So we go to the underwater room. Mum, you lay across. Nurse, blah, 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 you hold his head and in we go. Up, scoop and around, bang, beat out. Ollie's oh my God, losing amazing. his shit because yeah. he didn't want to be burrito wrapped. But anyway, oh, who's more worried about the burrito, not the intense instrument about to <laughs> insert itself well, into it's, his nasal cavity? It's oh, just something bless. you don't have at home, those pieces of uh, technology no. that have been invented. But you wouldn't for these want to stick it up kids. there. You don't know. No. Nah. You know, you might push it further and it will pop out as an eye socket. Like, yeah. I don't know. But I can't believe there were two Olivers. Oh. Hey, that's a note for you. Don't call your kid Oliver unless you want things to get stuck up. Its Correct. It seems to be. Yes, exactly right. So, hey. yes, the famous shenanigans of the emergency room at the Women's and Children's Hospital. This episode is birth. Shannon. Shannon? <laughs> I was trying to come up with a name. And Shat, like a completely different girl's name came out. Like not even your name. Like Shan Dog, but it came out Shan on. Shannon. That's not your name. Okay. That's not my name. Okay, Tegan. S Dog. Doesn't sound the same, does it? The, Chanel. Have you ever had a push present? I got my, it sounds weird, my third ring. <laughs> <laughs> my butthole. Um, the butthole. <laughs> Yes, tell us more um, about your butthole. The eternity ring. It was either. Did you say, hang on, did you say eternity ring? <laughs> I really thought you said that. No. Your eternity ring. Tell my, me. My eternity ring. So you get your, you know, in in uh, traditional terms. Sure. You get your engagement ring, your wedding ring, and then your eternity ring. And they either say it comes after you've had your first child right. or first year of marriage. Dan oh. said, we ain't got enough money at the moment. We're too busy renovating a house. You can wait. <laughs> Quite blingy, actually. I always look. It's always very sparkly. Is it? How do you keep Spit it so polish. polish? Spit polish? No. Mine I look very tarnished. No, I think they beautiful. need to be, is it rendered? What do you call it when they need we'll to be? Just get some dish soap with a, with a like, um, what do you call that, dish detergent with a do you? toothbrush? Do you? Sometimes, yeah. You get in there. Well, because cream gets in and then sun creams in. There's all, there's just Gross stuff. things. Yeah, okay. yeah. Push um, presents. But they're big for people who've had babies. Like it's a yeah, thing sometimes, you It know. is a thing. I, you know, I think that we deserve more than that. But then they say the baby is the push. Yeah. Kind of not necessarily Did you get a push, push present? No. I kind of found it a little bit naff in some ways. <laughs> I was like, mm, 
I probably would prefer the whole lifetime of, but maybe help me out for the next nine months, you know, yeah. ten months, nine months. I know what you mean. Yeah. But I, I mean, it is a, a lovely job, gesture. A job they should be doing anyway. Look, that ring really didn't have much to do with summer. It was on. more. It was more just, look, I've waited long enough. Here's your third ring. Here's yeah. a good Love excuse. it. You wanted that third ring. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Hey, you had an interesting birth story because I've often heard Chanel's lovely birth story whenever we've discussed our um, – crazy, oh, I suppose, when we've produced things in our lives and like just like this podcast, but we always seem to do things all at the same time. Mm. All the stressful things happen at once. Oh, always. And in this case, you were about to give birth and you were also producing a TV show. Like it was a little bit out of control. It was a little bit out of control, but something I absolutely created myself and then once I'd created it went, shit. I'm in the middle of it. I can't go back. This timing's not so great. Uh, you know, you've got to have this moment where you think, yeah, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, and then you get in the, no, I can't. Oh, my gosh. Was that so, with your first born? No, it was, no, this is what made it even worse. So I had a two-year-old, yeah. the TV show, and I was giving birth to Ollie, and he was a 37-minute labour. Oh. oh, my God. So, Liz, let's talk about that first because that is out of control. Oh, yeah, like yeah. how does that happen? I admire women that can have these hypnobirths or be extremely controlled. Not me. Um, I don't know how. But there was one girl I used to work with that said she didn't make a sound her entire birth. And I thought, was she muzzled or <laughs> did she have a gag, something on, or like one of those balls, bondage ball things where you physically cannot? Um, I don't know how it was wondering. possible because with summer, I oh, well, I didn't think I screamed my head off. I thought I made lots of noises. Well, they say those have had, who have had shorter births, like you, you in this case, 37 minutes or a couple of hours, it hurts more because it's yeah. coming too quick. Your body's not really gearing itself up. It hasn't had time to psych no. itself up. No, it doesn't. And uh, and that, that was the worst bit. So the most terrifying thought for me was I didn't have a chance to think at all because he was coming thick and fast. It kind of was like, oh, a contraction, a contraction. And then it was like full blown. I thought, my life, well, my life was being flushed in front of my eyes. Oh the my pain God. was next level. And then the uh, obstetrician comes in all Little bit quicker than what we thought, sweetheart, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and here it is. Would you like a coffee with that? What about a biscuit? Because seriously. Like. Well, the most terrifying thought for me was, and I, um, there's no way I can laugh about it now, but I can kind of like breathe a sigh of relief because he's absolutely fine. But he came out not breathing. So mm. I've... Already had summer, my two-year-old, my daughter didn't care at all what yeah. I was having, just just wanted a baby. And they said, I'll grab your baby, pulled him up onto my chest and I thought, oh, I don't even care what you are, you're just here, you just, oh, thank God. After all the stuff with the TV show and whatever, I'm thinking you're finally here. Yeah. Pulled him off my chest, had a look, big big set of balls there and I thought, oh. They're massive That's when they're born, aren't they? They're really small. big. Oh, they're so red. Yeah. Like, oh I just kind of went, oh, baboon. Like, what is this? <laughs> and then dad's standing there. Oh, it's my son. He's always so proud, not realising they're actually swollen. Yeah. Kind of that. He was like, oh, well, look at those babies. Yeah. At that point I'm like, I don't even care. No. So they went, oh, just take take him, Chanel, for a moment. Whenever the thing in this nurse came in, running, hit the emergency button. I'm going, 
oh my god I thought I felt like I was in the movies you know that yeah those, hang on what's happening what's, what's happening? happening what's happening yeah. it was all a bit rushed and, like, and then the obstetrician got to put his arm up went still the same the same tone of voice it's okay he's fine little bit quick for him little bit quick it's okay you I'm think? like you it's think? not okay is like it the my same? son breathe is this the same person that was at the, at the emergency <laughs> with the one finger typing it's fine <laughs> or is this all hospital staff talk like this I love it it was absolutely Dreadful. Anyway, put it this way. He kept the calm because I think the two midwives were starting to panic a little bit and he was like, it's okay, it's fine. I'm like, if you don't change the decibels in your voice or add a bit of – Maybe a little bit of panic. Something. something, Tiny little bit. Yeah, Charles is not breathing. (laughs) Let's let's get a freaking wriggle on. Yeah. Anyway, gave him that vitamin K shot. Yeah. He'd seen the light. He was alive. <laughs> Thank God he was happy. He was, wow. I was like, good boy. Bring back to mum. Oh, awesome. And they Quick literally grabbed my boob and shoved it in his mouth and I didn't even get a second to blink. I was like, hey. hey. I know you don't. You, yes. And I, the first thing I was thinking was my vagina. Is it okay? Is that what you are? Oh, no, no. You're not asking the obstetrician that. Oh, a couple of couple of small sutures, but we're okay. You're and okay. Look, you your did bottom well, half of love. your body's just come away from the top, but it's fine. <laughs> look, and you're like, I can't feel a freaking thing, lady. Oh my god. But Dan, did Dan watch the whole the baby be born? Well, with Summer, he actually delivered her. No. So the obstetrician that I had has been had been doing it for a hundred thousand years and then just decided to retire after I'd had summer and he didn't even put scrubs on. I think he, I think he put gloves and that was about it. And he said, you're going to do this. And I said to Dan, if you want to go down that end, I suggest you don't because you probably won't look at me the same way again. But if you do, well, just saying your own funeral love. Yep. So that was that. So he was down the business end. So he did. So he delivered her, which was beautiful. Ollie was just way too quick. He was like, there's no time to catch that football. Yeah. See ya. My body was like, get out now. Expel the beast. The demon. It does feel like. I'm not, I, see, because I had cesarean, so I don't even know. So it's still interesting to me yeah. when someone tells me their birth story. I was like, oh, my God, I'm horrified. Like my sister who recently yeah. had a baby in uh, a COVID baby in Melbourne. Oh, but wow. she said, oh, my God. She goes, that was the most horrific thing I've ever done. Like oh, she was, was like, it oh, is. my God, no time again for epidurals. I'm like listening going, oh, my God, this is terrible. Because cesareans, you go in, you know, you're lying there. Yeah. And it's funny because my anaesthetist was quite handsome and sexy. Now, that's not what you want to have when you <laughs> look the worst you have ever looked in your whole life. Like you're wearing the scrub hat, the scrub dress yeah, gown yeah, thing. Yeah. Then you've got your my giant SpongeBob SquarePants bum. Like, you know what you look like from behind? <laughs> well, maybe not you, but... Behind, I was not like, oh, from behind she doesn't look pregnant. And then you turn around, oh, my God, she's pregnant. She's nothing but a bump. I was like most other women, like from behind, oh, my God, like SpongeBob SquarePants, just that a square thing with legs coming out of it. So that was hanging out. You don't get to wear makeup or anything. And there I am, this round bloated. And you haven't, you can't do your toenails, can you, or oh, no, anything? No. So you've got oh, yellow yeah, toenails. Yeah, everything's disgusting. Yeah, like yeah. if this is you, you're brutally just, everything's just honest and on the table, literally on the table. And you're like, oh, great. Hi, sexy man. <laughs> and he's putting a giant freaking needle in your back. And then the drugs kick in. And then yes. it's like, whoa. And then you're in this crazy dreamlike thing, lying there with your arms out at the side, you know. Trying to touch him. You can't. <laughs> 
Like, ignore your husband. Try and touch know. the hot doctor. Oh, my God. And they're talking and they're playing music and they're la, la, la. And I said, okay, um, so tell me when you start. And the obstetrician goes, she goes, oh, we've already started. We're five minutes in. I was like, <gasps> you know, but the drugs kind of just dull, dull your senses so much that wow. you kind of don't really think that you don't have time to panic. Uh, when it's happening so quick, you almost have an out-of-body experience. You can still hear what the nurse and that are saying around you. And they some of them obviously think you can't hear them. Yeah. So I had the nurse patting me on the knee going, sweetheart, it's okay, it's okay. I said, I want the drugs, please, I want them now, like all this yeah. sort of stuff. <laughs> and she's going, um, oh, just a minute, just we'll just see, just a minute, I'll just go and try and make that call. And then Dan, who's right in my ear hole, who I was about to shove to the other side of the room, so I was like, stop whispering in my ear, That's I can't cope with that. He's <laughs> a punch him. I was like, get out of my ear. He's like, Sorry, sorry, sweetheart, <laughs> blowing in my hair. Anyway, and then the window's closed, hasn't it, hasn't it, to the nurse? And she went, yeah, just don't tell her that. I'm like, I'm fucking here. I'm in the fucking <laughs> lady. lady. Just like they just shut that glimmer of hope away. Oh, my God. Did you get any gas though? A little bit of gas, but I just got so annoyed with it in the yeah. end because it made me feel sick. Yeah, and really lightheaded. That. I was like, nah. So yeah. when I needed it, it was just not there. Yeah. I kind of thought, oh, like the movies, yeah, suck on on this stuff and make <laughs> woo. But no, no you're nah, It's yeah. a bit annoying. A lot of people say that with the gas thing. Yeah. Mm. There's so many stories of women just – I literally – I'm gobsmacked because they've each got their unique story yeah. of how things happen. And I swear yeah. these brilliant midwives have curveballs thrown at them left, right and centre. They sure do. So one of Summer's uh, kindy mums, yeah. she went up to the, the counter and said, look, my baby's coming. And the the nurse said, oh, probably a bit soon, dear. You look, you sound like you're okay. Probably a little while off. Next thing you know, she's down on the floor, like on all fours. <laughs> Like an like, animal. Yeah, the baby out on the floor. Oh, the baby's out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. On the floor. Yeah. So she Did was she telling the midwife, it? she was like, it's coming. And she's like, no, no, love, just wait here for a little bit. You know, you know, they take a while to get the wheelchair and all this sort of stuff. So it was probably all of about, I don't know, 15 minutes, this whole process. Wow. But she's like, I'm trying to tell you this baby is coming. And the midwife's like, no, no, it's probably not. Because she's so quietly spoken and so soft. In everything she does, the midwife's probably thinking, you've got no idea, love. You're, oh. you're not. And she's like, I do. The baby's so coming. did the baby get caught in the knickers? Oh, you probably I don't know the retina. No, you wouldn't know. That. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds like a stupid question. But if you've got your knickers on, then the baby literally comes out. It's going to be caught I, by your gusset am... of your giant maternity knickers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. The gusset. The gusset. <laughs> a word. soft little gusset for the newborn baby. <laughs> you landed in a skid mark, kid. <laughs> I'm going to call you Skitty and that's it. Like, so, I'm serious though. Like, well, I want to know more. Could you go back and ask? Ellen, she was wearing a maternity, a Matt G, what maternity G-string. Yeah. Or did you just have nothing on because you couldn't stand anything near that? I don't yeah. know. Okay, not part of the story. But there's clearly. so many stories of, of things. like oh Also gosh. women that have gone to these hypnobirthing classes and they've got into the room and it's all gone out the window because it's too quick or whatever. From all these different techniques. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, look, it's a great thing, I think, to read up on I it. think it's brilliant. Have a look at all the things. I think Something it's might work for you. Try them out. They might not work. They might work. Your body just 
does it. It, it does just, it. You can't do anything. And it's like, how will you know when to push? You know when you're going to push. A big giant poo comes. Well, you're feeling that. Did you do a poo? I didn't. And I was absolutely terrified. <laughs> Everyone uh, says that's the most terrified thing they're worried about is the poo. I asked Dan, I'm like, did I poo? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, recall everything. What happened? Did I scream a lot? Was I shout? What was I doing, Dan? Tell me all these things. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, fat lot of good you did. Because it was you traumatic. Meant, <laughs> it was in yeah. shock. Someone, someone said to me, would you ever get it filmed? And I went, no. No, it's silly. Like, I, and afterwards, now that I've done it maybe twice. Maybe would have. Well, maybe I would have liked well, to have seen what I was like. And what kind of poo you might have done. Who what knows? What kind of poo? My friend was in a, the bathtub thing at yeah. the hospital and her husband was in there with a scooper. <laughs> <like> a, <laughs> And his dicky bathers on, scooping out her poop. And he actually said at one point, hi, hon, did you have broccoli last night? He like did this it. is Yeah. It's what's interesting is your partner, yeah. if he's very involved in the experience, it can be something that brings you a lot closer together. Yeah. But obviously, because they're seeing you at your rawest. It's like animalistic you'll ever be, you yeah. know, like, yeah. Dan was a brilliant support, but I think sometimes it can be a little bit clinical because yeah. you're not doing a home birth or... No. Those type of things. You can't get in the bathtub really at the at where I had my children anyway. Sure, yep. You're on your back because mm-hmm. that's the way they suggest you do it. Yes. You're not. Did you feel so, you wanted to go in a different position? It was happening so fast. Oh, well, you didn't have time. I got the 10, <laughs> the 10 Dan comes in with the bag you and the tens machine and the ball and it was like both summer was an hour and a half and Ollie was 37 minutes. It was like... They were out. They, oh, my God. You literally had a baby in the same time you could watch like an episode evic- of Seinfeld. Like yeah. Is- they were evicted like that. Oh, wow. And talking about it now is is definitely fine to do but it was terrifying. And, and there's so many women that have had these scary stories. A friend of mine gave birth on her car seat. Her Subaru has never looked the same. Oh, all that Lycor. That was a husband. Another one gave birth at home just too quick. In the car on the carpet. I know someone who's done that. That's just dropped out of her, you know. So wow. make sure in the in the baby room yeah. that they were just doing up with oh. the carpet. They had to oh. replace all the carpet. <laughs> Another one, a neighbour of ours, in the shower. She caught it. Yes, yeah, see. She caught it. It just came out of That's her. Unreal. My mum's a midwife. So before I had a baby, she <laughs> told me she was great because she could answer a lot of questions. Brilliant. Will, right? Brilliant. Because I am her daughter, so it's a bit different. It's not like just anyone, right? So she's a little was a little bit more, you know, anxious yeah. about it. And she said, Tamara, I was thinking about it. If um, you feel that anything's like starting to come out of you, like the baby at any time, um, like, you know, like a foot or something, just get Kai. So you need to get in this position and you need to get Kai to hold it in and you need to call the ambulance. I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. Like my face went white. I was like, are you – Freaking kidding me, mum. Do not be telling me these stories. Like, wow. But now you know, yep. Jesus, a foot's going to come Thank out. You, mom. Thanks, mum. What's weird about the fact that we're these walking as women, we're like babushka dolls. Like there's a person within a person. That's freaky. It is freaky. How tripped out is that, lady? Yeah, 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 yeah it is. Like, like we're like cells multiplying when we are, but like, oh. It's such a beautiful experience. But it also shows so – it's just so raw. Oh. I watch it on TV now. If I see a woman giving birth, I will talk to the TV and go, you go, girl. I'm, I'm petrified. I'm like, oh, my, I'm like a man watching it. Well, one of my favourite shows is called The Midwife and I love Do it. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Do you love it? Yeah, oh, my God, lady. Ooh, 
yeah, great. Because it makes you feel better because other people well, I just I just see her and I go, you go, girl. I feel proud of what we've done. That's what I mean as mothers, One. whether it is a super quick labour, whether it is a, a natural labour but with some pain relief, whether it is a cesarean, whether you've given birth to that baby standing on your damn head and ripped it out yourself, you've done a great fucking job. Well done, ladies. Then after, I was going to say, afterwards, they let you take this human being home. <laughs> Why? Oh, I tell you what, I was very grateful a friend of mine told Dan, look, day three or four, don't worry about her. She'll just cry. Okay? Yeah. Don't worry yeah. about your wife. She's okay. She's not going to lose a plot. She's just going to cry head off for probably a whole couple of days. It's fine. Baby I blues. Like, I won't do that. I won't do that. Did I heck? I'm in my bed going, <laughs> oh, my God. It does happen and it happens at any given moment. Also, what also happens, particularly with cesareans, is you get home and you look fatter than you did before you gave birth because of the fluid. Like your whole oh, body no. is swollen, right? You still look massively Pregnoid. Like, so you're like, I have a newborn, but I also am so puffy. Like, I was crying <laughs> about my puffiness. I was so puffy. <laughs> like, everyone's fluid. It's like, look at my giant, like, giant balloon head. It's oh, like my big and balloon then your face. boobies, the milk oh. comes in. How's about that? So the first time around, I'm like, oh, I think my milk's coming in. The midwife's like, not yet, love, not yet. When I got home, day four, wow, these oh big, because I'm like, okay, it's in now. Because they're triple the size and they're veiny and they're like, Ooh, I feel like I've veins. got peas everywhere in there. I secretly love the veins. They're so clear and natural. And Oh, they just, mm. mine were, when the milk came in, it was like I was about to bust at the seams. And oh, like you wake wow. up in the morning and the baby slept a little bit longer and your oh, boob is the size. of painful. The breakthrough. Pain. I know, it's insane. It's a very strange, strange thing. How long did you breastfeed for? Summer was a year and Ollie was a year and a half. But I gave them uh, after about a year. I gave summer formula at night, and then same with Ollie because I was trying to wind down a little bit. That's another big thing. Breastfeeding. Look, I enjoyed it with summer. I had many a tears because I had blisters, I had thrush, Uh. I had my boobs had never been in worse condition. As soon as I got over that kind of hump, I I was okay. Like I I sort of went, well, this is a bit. This is okay now. Yeah. Once I pushed through that. Hideous stage. I never got mastitis, but Jesus Christ, those like ulcers on on your nipples were were oh, terrible. But I just didn't them. latch her properly because mm. I didn't I didn't know. I was learning. So with Ollie, I was like, yeah, no, I've got to latch him properly, be, purely for the for the sake of my my poor nipple. And had little scabby so, things too, and it was heal. just sore. And then you got to keep it breastfeeding was, yeah, past it. It's yeah, not. I remember breastfeeding mm. with like it was almost like knives and crying. And Dan's like, stop, don't do it. And I'm like, I. I just I felt like I just wanted to. Glad I didn't push through. But for some women, breastfeeding either just doesn't happen. I had I've had some friends that their milk just never came in. That's right. Yeah, and all those things. It is not the be all and the end all. A fed baby is the best. Oh my gosh, that's the what ba- it is. Baby's putting on some weight. You know, that's good. You know, that's the, that's the main yeah. thing is a fed baby because if it's not being fed, it's malnourished. It's screaming. It's you feel awful. They feel awful. So yeah, it did work for me, but. Yeah, there's plenty of people I know it didn't work for. Mm. And, and also some mothers that say, I actually don't want to, don't like the idea of breastfeeding. Yeah, well, and that's more than fine as that's well. That's fine. Well, I stopped at nine months because it just kind of stopped. And well, then it was slowly just weaned off. Yeah. And my boobs looked like wind socks at the end of it. They were just yeah. a skin sack. And I was like, It's like a wow. sock with a golf ball at the end. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> these little I want to know when that comes back. When, yeah, when does it, it took a year though, Chanel. To for, come they back. did come back. Yours came back. 
Not this, exactly the same. No. I have to say they do come back a little bit. They do. Fitty. It was a year it took for me. Okay. I read online said five years. Five years. My, I, okay. Again, different for everyone. I, I, like, I like your scenario. Yes. 12 months is much better. Yeah, or well, at least somewhat they come back. You know, they're not coming back. I mean, I can still hold a shampoo bottle under my boobs, which <laughs> says they're not the same as they were when I was 20. You know, there's um, can't pop back in. Yeah, Something yeah, happened. Yeah. You know, they remembered who they were. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darling. Remember I've, I said before I speak to them, so I want them to know they've done a good You're job. Talking to your boobs. Yeah, that was gross. My, my breasticles. The breasticles. Oh, my God. <laughs> It is quite a journey. And then you can't, you don't really have time to think about the whole birth thing because you're on it. You're looking after a baby. There's no time oh. to stop and go, oh, how was that? And blah, 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 blah. Like you I are, did, it's I like a race. No. And you'll and never finish the race till they're 21. You're working, walking around with a surfboard between your legs for a while as oh well afterwards. Those maternity pads are huge. They're so big. And they, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, when I first got my period. Uh, she was. She would work night shifts, right? When I was so, when I was what fourteen, let's say, whatever, I got my period for the first time at home, and she was sleeping during the day, and I got my period. I was like, Mom. I'm like, Mom, I woke her up. I'm like, oh, I got my period, and she was so tired. She wasn't really, you know, she was like slightly delirious. She goes, Oh, the pads are in the drawer there. Like, didn't even think. I'm like, Okay. So then I go get this giant pad, like a surfboard pad, and put it on. And Mum wakes up after a few hours. Hi, darling, how are you going? I'm like. And she goes, why are you walking like that? Like, we're like, with this look of excruciation, like emotion on my face. She goes, what's wrong? I go, I got my period and you made me put on the surfboard. And she's like, well, you got your period? What? I said, I woke you up and you said put on the perfect. And she's like, oh, my God, tomorrow. And she felt so bad. She goes, I don't remember any of it. And then Virtually wore a nappy, didn't you? Literally pretty much put a, you know. So, I mean, and then they come back again for a second show when you have your baby, you know. I'm like, oh, hello, old surfboard friend. I remember you. We had fond memories. Fond memories. But now I love you. I love you and I thank God you're there. Giant surfboards. Oh, my God. They're massive, aren't they? Do not be shocked when you see these babies. You could use them as a... your poor vagina for a while afterwards. It's so sore. What does it look like? It looks like an exploded taco or something. It's just... This bulbous thing that you go, it needs to, like you want to soak it in ice or something, don't you reckon? Like just give it a little fanny ice bath. (laughs) Or dip it in some avocado or something cold, you know. What do you reckon? Jelly. Oh, my God, that'd be so soothing. I had lavender baths. Was that good? Well, the midwife told me it helps to heal. Oh, that's probably the smarter way to go. Yeah, no, I didn't didn't smear avocado or hummus on. (laughs) I don't know why I said avocado, but I like like guacamole. So imagine that would be – as long as you don't put chilli in it, that would be a fail. (laughs) Do not put chilli in in your guac. Then dip your fanny in it. I tell you what, natural yogurt would be nice. It would. That's they say that's good for thrush. They do, don't they? Yogurt. But then don't some women I've heard have gone, yeah, I put some yogurt on it. And then they've just taken whatever's in the fridge, like the strawberry yogurt or the passion fruit (laughs) straw. But don't use, I'm just saying, natural. Do not choose the friggin' like What about Greek? The vanilla. Yeah. (laughs) Greek would be okay, would it not? But like far out, who's going to put like, oh, what's the flavour today? Yogurt. Blueberry. Blueberry and strawberry yogurt. <laughs> Real blueberries. Then they'd be in the emergency department. Put a blueberry stuck up my fanny or sit next to Oliver. He's got to pee up his nose. So you guys will be fine. Anyway. 
Birth is fun times. Oh, it's freaking great. It and good. I just, I salute every woman that goes through that and does it. It's incredible because each story is unique in itself. It's brilliant. So, it is lovely. Yeah. wonder what your hot anaesthetist is doing now. Oh, I love him. Um, What's his name? Oh, can I t- okay, his name. Well, what is his name? That doesn't matter because he, well, he might of, know if someone of, finds out. If he's got a hot well, name. The problem is. If he turned around and said to me his name's Brian, I would have gone no. for that. Well, he's had a first name a as Warren. a last name and a last name as a first name. So we could never work it out. His name was Fabian Parry or Parry Fabian. So we don't know to this day. What his actual name is. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's Fabian. Fabian Parry. That sounds better. But at the time. Did you Google him? I've been wondering for all these years. <laughs> he was a little bit sexy and lovely. Lovely, so lovely. If you've ever had him. Lovely Fabian. You know, write in. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Actually, I'm a bit embarrassed. I feel like I want to go and see. I mean, he is married with kids and that's beside the point. But I feel like looking ex- exceptionally glamorous one day, just hanging out around the hospital, hoping to get a glimpse of him, bump into him. <laughs> Maybe in Paris anymore. Oh, hello. Look at that. Oh, nice to see you gave birth. You don't recognize me? Oh, <laughs> look at me now. Spug, spug, spug. <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> Do you remember me? You were intravenously putting drugs in my arm. <laughs> you are that and more. Oh, my Brilliant. God. Anyway, lady. Yes. Salute, salute to all the women out there. Salute. Who've given, in, given birth, about to give yeah. birth. Ladies, we salute you. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.